Hey guys, welcome to Turning Pages. I'm Andrea and this podcast is all about you and your next chapter. I'm excited to have you here. Let's get started. Hey everybody and welcome to today's podcast. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about how do you deal with a cheating spouse or ex-spouse or infidelity. Basically, how do you just handle the aftermath when a relationship ends and there was cheating involved? And I can tell you that, unfortunately, it is so stinking common. I don't know why, but it is. Um, I have a single mom healing community and we have a group call every other week. And last week, um, one of the, the girls were sharing just what they're going through with, um, with their ex and just the cheating and the women and kids. And then of course, as soon as that relationship was over, like he's, you know, moving right in with the other girl and there's, they're expecting a child and, and they're in like, her kids are going to be exposed to the girlfriend and the new baby coming. I mean, it's just, it is so much. It is so much to unpack and emotions are so high, especially in stage one of being a single mom and dealing with that because it's just, God, it is a roller coaster. Um, and so I wanted to kind of talk about my tips on how do you deal with that, right? So here's the first thing. When you're when you're coming out of a relationship that involved cheating, infidelity, and the girl is still around, so you still have to face the situation and there's no remorse, there's no there's no nothing, right? He's just doing his thing and he is happy and he, you know, whatever. And there it's it's like a selfish um, you know, only caring about yourself type of behavior you have to have a good support system to just vent to because you are buckled in to a roller coaster that you never want to be on and you're you're talking about things that you valued the most you're talking about your family you're talking about your marriage you're talking about your kids you're talking about your heart being broken and rejected by the one person that was never supposed to do that that you promised your entire life to, and, you know, and and you probably tried really hard longer than you should have. You gave up yourself way more than you should have to make it work. Right. And so your heart is broken. Your heart is angry. Your heart's been rejected. So when you put all of that together, it is an emotional roller coaster. And when you least expect it, you're going to be caught off guard by something else that's done or said. And so having a good support system to vent to is very important. And here's the thing. There's water friends and there's gasoline friends. Gasoline friends will make your emotional fire inside worse. So they're the ones that are like, sending you the screenshots or, oh my God, I can't believe, you know, he did that. And you guys are looking at their social media pages and, you know, just like hyping you up and, and making you more emotional. Honestly, as much as, you know, it's most people are like that, that is not the type of person that you need to vent to. 
um, you need to keep someone around you that can constantly be pouring water on your emotional chaos, on the fire, right? And a lot of times, the people closest to us, they don't pour water, they pour gasoline because they're upset, they're pissed off, they're hurt, right? Um, it could be a one of you know your siblings, it could be your mom, your dad, somebody that would have been, they're emotionally hurt by this too. First of all, they trusted this person and now this person is you know, hurting their child, their daughter, hurting their grandchildren, and they're pissed. So, or their their nieces, nephews, their sister. So a lot of times the people closest to us, especially in these beginning times, because of their emotions, they can pour gasoline on us and we just, we it, it makes the fire bigger. So you need to have that water person. It's probably somebody who can stay very emotionally even, who isn't super connected or or they're able to control their emotions, even if they, you know, it was your sister, or your mom or whoever, but they're able to pull back and, and they recognize that you need to vent, you need to get this out, and then they need to pour water on you. They need to remind you, look, this sucks. This is not fair. This is very, you know like just selfish, careless, thoughtless behavior that you and your kids don't deserve, but it's not going to last. You're going to get through this, right? Like that's the type of person you need in your life, a water person. Um, and also you need to make like everything around you as water as possible, as hope-filled as possible, um, as graceful as possible. So the music you're listening to, you know, the people that you're around, all this stuff can kind of help you in this stage because, like I said, you're hooked into an emotional roller coaster that is insanely awful for some time. But the good news is it doesn't last. Okay. It, I, I promise you, as bad as it feels, as overwhelming as it feels, things will start to calm down. It doesn't happen right at first, but eventually it will you will get better at handling the unexpected. You will get better at helping your kids, you know, deal with things. You will get better at disconnecting and pulling back from the roller coaster. But in the beginning, it is hard. Um, the other thing that it is important to remember is this is not about you. This is not about you. Okay, I'm not saying that you're perfect because nobody's perfect. But I am saying that when somebody cheats, when somebody lies, this isn't about the per that person, it's about them. They lack integrity. They lack character. They lack morals. They're hurting, hurt people hurt people. They could be, you know, narcissistic, they're selfish. All they care about is themselves and their happiness and their life. And they don't care about the destruction that they're doing to the people around them, like you and the kids. So this isn't about you. There's most likely nothing you could have done to prevent the cheating, to prevent the moving on so fast, to, to stop all of it. Because this, again, it's not about you. They, they, in my opinion, from what I've experienced, when people decide to cheat, when they lie, when they live these double lives, you know, 
we as women, we try to, to make it work. We try to make him happy. We try to remind him that he loves us and to get him to stay in all of these things. We try to be better, be prettier, do better with money, keep the house cleaner, pay all the bills, be less than, be more than, you know, we do all these things to try and fix the issues. So they'll stay, but we can't fix the issues because they're not our issues to fix. So you lose yourself, right? You lose yourself trying to fix these issues to save your your marriage, but you can't, you fail because they're never your issues to fix. You can't fix them. No matter how clean the house is, no matter how good the bills are paid, no matter, you know, how perfect you are, you you can't fix them. It these aren't your issues. This is a hurt person, a selfish person, a narcissistic person. I mean, I don't know, like everybody's kind of got different character issues, but clearly this person is lacking integrity. They're lacking values. They're lacking morals. They're selfish. Okay. So this isn't about you. You are an amazing person. Are you perfect? No, you're not perfect, but nobody is perfect but you definitely don't deserve to be cheated on, lied on, living living in that way where everything is your fault. But in reality, you're not the one out here living a double life, doing all these types of things. You're at home trying to figure out how to make this dang marriage work, right? So you remind yourself, I don't care how many post-it notes you need to pull up. I don't care where you need to write it to remind yourself, but this isn't about you. You are beautiful, you have integrity, you have character, and someone out there someday will recognize everything that you are. Your person will see that, they'll value that, they'll, they're praying for that. They're praying for you to come into their life. So don't think, don't allow this situation to make you feel like this is everyone. Because yeah, a lot of guys do do this, but not all guys do this. Like I can tell you that for sure. hundred percent. Not all men treat women this way, treat their families this way. So I want you to just remember that this isn't about you. Are you perfect? No. So, you know, we don't even need to, a lot of times, like, you know, there'll be so many, so much finger pointing and, oh, well, you know, if you were this or you were that, or, you know, him and maybe even his family or people around you, they'll start to make you feel like you deserved it. No, come on. That's ridiculous. Nobody deserves lies and, and cheating and, you know, no, stop it. You didn't deserve this. This isn't about you. This is about him. So remember that and, you know, put it around Put it around your house as little reminders. Um, and then the last thing that that I want you to, to remember is this. In this time, especially in stage one, when you're you're dealing with this type of stuff, it's important that you have some serious boundaries up, right? You need to really like block his social media. Don't look at their stuff. Like, again, this is water or gasoline. Um, if you need to have a, you know, somebody there when you're exchanging the kids, just so it doesn't get so out of control or heated. Um, if you are struggling because your kids are going around 
a girl and it's too, you feel like it's too soon. The truth is you can't control what he does when the kids are with him. And so it's almost like you have to start really diving into journaling, into um, uh, just kind of protecting your energy, protecting your heart, protecting your spirit, because it is difficult, right? And every little thing matters. Everything that you do or don't do, it, it matters. In your children, they sense your energy, okay? They, they know when you've been crying. If your kids are little, they 100% can sense when you're upset, even if, you know, they're not old enough to understand it all. They know. And so it's okay that, you know, you're going through difficult times and that, you know, you're crying and, you know, kids need to know, look, like, yes, these are, these are real emotions and we'll be okay. But you also don't want to get overcome with that, right? You don't want to allow your kids to be burdened with adult issues. And so you really have to be mindful of what you do and how you take care of yourself. And it's like, you need to put blinders on for everything and anything that you can control that would be triggersome. You have to put a blinder onto it. You have to eliminate. So if seeing his social media and pictures of them or whatever, if that's a trigger to you, that's going to throw you into emotion and, and, you know, gosh, like just really set you off, then block, like put the block on and you tell everyone, I don't want to hear or see anything because you're going to have so many triggers already just dealing with him and them and kind of navigating this that you've got to control what you can control. And you can't control who he brings around the kids when the kids are with him. You can't control the, his actions, how he's interacting with you, how he's interacting with the kids, what he's done. You can't control any of that. But you can control things in this situation. So you have to figure out what is it that you can control. You can make the decision right now that you will shoulder this burden. In what my dad used to say, you will eat the shit right? You will eat the shit in order to protect your kids from it. And so you will be mindful of who you're talking to on the phone when the kids are around, because you know that they're probably listening. You will do your best to make sure that your kids don't feel your sadness because this is their dad and they love their dad, right? And they, they want to spend time with their dad and the girlfriend, the cheating, that that's adult stuff. That's adult stuff. And kids, you know, they get burdened by this when they sense their mom's pain, when they sense our energy. Kids can kind of get through this. Things are, you know, going around the girlfriend, like, I, in my opinion, it's really that struggle is amplified when they sense us, right? And so you make a promise to yourself right now that you will eat the shit to take the burden off your kids. You will do everything you can to protect them from adult issues. So what does that mean? Controlling what you can control, right? Figuring out the triggers that are there that you can say, no, I'm not paying attention to that. Realizing that, look, you're going to be going through a lot and you need to be able to get this out. But getting it out all the time maybe isn't possible when you've got the kids around because it's going to lead to tears, crying, you know, talking loud. They're there. So maybe it's buying yourself a journal, a burn journal. And every time you're upset, you write a letter to him 
and you write it and you just pour it and get it out of you so it's not staying inside. And then you close that and then boom, you move forward with your day or, you know, whatever it is. Um, Control what you can control and make a promise to yourself that you will eat this shit because you're an adult in this, you know, you're in this situation, but your kids, they're children. And there's no way they can handle all this stuff because you can barely handle it all, right? And you're talking about the two people they love the most, their mom and dad. So this is this is hard for them, right? So when you make this decision that I will protect them from everything I can right now, I will make it easy to go with their dad. I will help them um, feel okay and safe and that I'm okay if they are going around the girlfriend. Now, when they walk out that door, you might break down in tears, call someone, pour a glass of wine, go for the longest run ever, you know, write 20 pages in the burn journal, do what you got to do when they're not around, but you protect them when they're there, right? Because that's, that's, that's what we do as moms. That's what we do, especially as single moms. You can handle this. Okay. You aren't the first woman to deal with this nonsense. I promise you, you are not. Um, but it won't last and you will get through it. You will be okay. And your kids will be okay. Um, so protect yourself and your energy. Watch who is around you. Make sure that they're water people. Make sure your environment is set up to help you handle this, not ignite that fire. Control what you can control, right? Remind yourself, this was never about you. This wasn't. You're not perfect. I'm not saying that you're perfect, but you never deserve this. There's nothing you could have done to prevent it, to change it. Someone who's selfish, someone who lacks integrity and character, someone who's hurting or has voids in their life or narcissistic or whatever, they're going to do what they're going to do clearly. So there's this isn't about you. And not everyone is like this. Not every guy is like this, even if you feel that way. And then you handle your emotions and protect your children. And honestly, guys, one of the best things I ever did, I had, I, I wrote letters. I mean, I would be sitting in my office at work and I'd get a text and it would trigger me and boy, I'm pulling out paper and I'm writing a letter. You, I mean, just as if I'm screaming at him, but you feel better when you get it out of you. All right. So I think that is it for today. And just remember, look, as emotional, as difficult as this is, this roller coaster ride does not last forever. Eventually, at some point, you are going to unbuckle your seatbelt and get off this damn roller coaster. It is hard at first, but it won't last. So just take, um, you know, take comfort in knowing that, and you can get through this. And if you need added support, um, I do have a single mom healing community. Um, and we have biweekly calls and it's a private community for single moms who are choosing healing. They're choosing to get through this with eyes forward with faith. Um, and so if, if you are looking for that added support, send me an email or DM and I will be sure to send you the information on, on the, um, single mom healing community. All right, guys have a great day and we will talk soon.